Hope well, we had a great weekend. And so uh, today, as, as we start, today is actually a, a big day for two reasons. June 4th? It is Monday, June the 4th. And so there are two big things that happen on this day, at least in the Murphy household. Okay. Uh, one of those is this is my parents' anniversary. Oh. My mother passed away two years ago. Uh, so, but if they, if my mother was still alive, this would have been my parents' 53rd anniversary. They were Damn. married in 1965. Yeah. So, but, uh, but my, you and know, my cool dad, year. Dane yeah. is still, I mean, he's doing great. Even, you know, two years after my mother's passing, I'm just really proud of, you know, who he is today and, and how we spend time as a family and all that. So, you know, it, it what we're going to focus on today is the other big thing on June the 4th, mm-hmm. which is my oldest nephew's birthday. Asa was Asa. born on their anniversary, and actually, Asa was the first grandchild in the family before T- Jody and I got married. Uh, my sister Jackie and her husband Jason um, had, had Asa, had Asa, and they had Jacob. Right. Uh, so those were the first two grandchildren in the family. So yeah. that's what we focus on today. So happy birthday, Asa! It's a you know big day for him. Asa's, Asa's getting married, getting married in yes. like two three weeks. Yeah, yeah, lots going on at the barn. Yep. At a barn, yeah, a rustic so, barn. I just think it's it's just an interesting paradox of those two different things that we celebrate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A lot it, of those it, kind it, of things. At one point, there were two things we celebrated together, and now one kind of offsets the bitter sweetness of the other. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Absolutely. Look, there's some, who who was it that told me when my grandmother died, and I was talking to one of my old girlfriends. Um, yeah, it's Tiffany. She told me that. I said something about my grandmother dying, and then. Oh, that's when when Phoebe was born, our youngest Phoebe. One week later. She said, she said, my mom says that that always happens. When you lose somebody in a family, you also get a new baby. Yeah. If you think about it, it just happens within mm-hmm. the year. Yeah. It's, it, at the moment, that's not the most consoling thing to hear, right? But it's true. Yeah. It is. There no, because, it, there, no. There could, because there aren't words for anything no, at that time. You no, know what I mean? It doesn't take away the pain of the loss, but right. life goes on in those ways, and you get the good with the bad. Right. Yeah. The yin and the yang. Man, this is heavy for Monday morning. Well, I'm not trying to be heavy. <laughs> we're celebrating I mean, the conversation. Birthday, so, yeah. Just the conversation. Okay, guys, coming up today, just after seven, why you may want to put your phone down more often in the summer, especially if you're a parent. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what I'm looking forward to is what's coming up after eight today, especially with Asa oh. getting married. The reason that bachelor parties are on the decline. I was kind of right. surprised to hear this. That's right. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Okay, first one of the morning. I'm sorry to go back to it, but I'm too excited about Top Gun Two. Everything that has to happen for this movie, it, t- it took so long for the sequel for yeah. so many reasons. Only thirty years. <laughs> Everything has to be approved by the Pentagon. Tell you about it more next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Okay, I'm a little bit excited about Top Gun 2. Just a little bit. You know why? Because this is the only thing I'm dying to see Tom Cruise in. It took I'm just them, being honest about that. It took them 34 years. It's been in discussion for years. It's been in discussion. You is know it a why? script thing or a director thing or everything? The it's planets? An, it's an everything. First of all, the first movie was so great. I'm sorry. It is one of I mean, the it was best. Good. No, it was one of the best movies of that time. And it was one of, Murphy, this is right up your alley. Even producer Bailey, this is right up your alley. Dig this. It's one of the first movies where they put the cameras on the jets. And you got to see these awesome shots. Like they're flying in these MIGs. Ha <laughs> ha. Like me throwing that term out. Yes. And you could feel like you were on it. These 
fighter well, jets. Well, and what they say back in that day, too, it's not like you had the GoPro and the technology. No. So these were full-size movie cameras that were on the... Um, it's been in discussions for years, and I do think that's good. If they would have turned around and did, done one in, at 1990, it would have been like, yeah, pushing it. It would have been like Grease 2. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I love Grease 2, too. Is Val Kilmer going to be in this one? I don't know that. That's not where we're going, though. I want to tell you this. You know that last week, Tom Cruise shared this awesome picture of himself in flight gear out on the deck looking at a fighter jet and he's looking away but it's definitely him and the tagline is feel the need and that's of course feel the need and this, one is, this has been bothering me all weekend what? you even said this last week I, I think you think that is from the new production I think that's an old picture Mm. The way you con- you were like it's it's from the new movie. I, I think it's I'm actually sorry. an old picture. You can picture. think that, but they have been in production. Well, yeah. Last week they did their first two days. Well, okay. Does he look in the a picture? Filming. Does he look like he looks today, or does well, he, he look like he, he looks? He never looks any different. Cruise. He doesn't look that different. Yeah. And he's, they did that at the San Diego base. Yeah. Um. By the way, that was the question. Should. Would the Air Force get a chance this time, or was it all going to be Navy? It's all Navy again this Mm -hmm. time. They've already, and by the way, the Navy reviews the initial script. They sent back requested revisions. They won't let us know what revisions. But then after the Navy, their entertainment department reviews it and says, yes, you can do this. Oh, no, entertainment department? Apparently there is one once you, once you, wow. and the Pentagon has an entertainment office. After the Navy looks Does at it. Does this go all the way up to Trump? It goes to the Pentagon uh-huh. next and they have to approve it. Huh. And then they can decide how many jets and what kind of jets and ships. Uh-huh. So he's a naval aviator again. But can you believe a movie that has to get Pentagon approval? Makes sense. Underway. That's a big deal. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, coming up next, your email answered in our producer's mailbag. What's on the way, Bailey? Right. Sharon left something on our Facebook page, and she says, making your bed may be the most important thing you do all day. We got why. Love to hear from you. You can jump in anytime. Give us a call, 877-310-4MSJ, or hit us up on Facebook or The Gram. It's time for the producer's mailbag. That's the Instagram. Gram. Yes. Oh, what Now you're getting hip. Bailey, what's in your bag today? All right, Jody. On Facebook, Heather told us or she actually is asking us. Mm-hmm. I just heard y'all have podcast question yes. mark exclamation mark question yes. mark exclamation yes. mark. I'm so excited, you guys cool. and Jody make my drive to work so much more fun. It is like chilling with friends. Sweet. I work ten hour work days, and I'm always looking for new podcasts. So oh. thanks for oh, thinking thank of you. us and cool, putting Heather. in that effort. That's a long work day. That yeah. is. Look, yeah, it's easy to download. Go wherever you have your podcast app and just search us, and you'll find us. It is free to subscribe. You get the whole show every day, every Hollywood Outsider, everything. Well, and you get the after the show podcast, which we only do there. Yeah. Thank you, Heather. Appreciate you. I like and your name. And I don't know if y'all remember, but a while ago we were talking about graduation speeches and yeah. all that great stuff uh, yeah. at the end of, everybody's trying to inspire the youth. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine being asked to speak at a graduation? What pressure that is? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. And you know, I actually love those for me personally, because there are, there are a couple of websites that'll roll up the big ones of the year mm-hmm. and they're all very inspiring. Yeah, yeah. they are. Um, Every day's a new day. Yeah, well, Sharon wanted to You heard that in one of them? (laughs) (laughs) No, but we can put that down for one. Sharon wanted to comment on the graduation speech about making your bed. 
Um, She says, my dad was in the Navy and had a house full of girls. And he's always said, don't leave your room until your bunk is made and you're dressed. So at the time, (laughs) I'd have to say that we weren't crazy about his rules. But 60 years later, we're still doing that one thing and accomplishing at least that one thing daily. (laughs) Sweet. (laughs) Sharon, here's a little secret from behind the scenes at our house. Murphy makes the bed every morning. (laughs) I leave earlier than anyone. So you're still asleep, Murph, when I leave. So she doesn't tuck me in. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, no, you wouldn't make the bed around me is what I'm no, saying. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, what are you talking right. about? Yeah. Um, but when I get home in the afternoon, it's always made. And it's lovely to come into it that. Is. It mm-hmm. is. You do the same, Sam? Well, yeah, but it's not a surprise because I'm the one doing it for myself. <laughs> but yeah, when I was married and you'd come home to a made bed, it's yeah. great. Well, when you leave the room, it, there's some, it feels good. Mm-hmm. And when you get home, you're right. And you see it, it's like, yeah. Yeah. So, it's a sound, but very simple. A simple, but simple very sound trick. piece of advice. And there was an admiral who gave that speech at a graduation. That, right. That's what she's referencing. And he actually wrote a book about that speech. So you can actually pick it up in a bookstore. Sweet. The little things like making a bed make a difference <laughs> in your day. Thank you, Heather and Sharon. Um, hit us up anytime. Facebook, Instagram, or murphysamandjody.com. Coming up in the next five minutes with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Murphy, I got a Monday morning treat just for you. Okay. David Letterman, Jerry Seinfeld together on a little hidden show I found on Netflix. Be a Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast subscriber and you'll never miss anything. The entire show, plus you get to enjoy after the show. It's all for free. You can Google it or subscribe on iTunes. Yes, it is just that easy. It's the David Letterman show. Well, Letterman, he retired what? Hmm. Three uh, years ago? Yeah, three, five years ago. But yeah. he's back on Netflix. He's on Netflix now, and it's a show called uh, My ne- My Next Guest Needs No Introduction. There's only six episodes Because he said that so many times over the years. Yeah. And he's got six different people that he sat down, he handpicked, and has about an hour with these these folks in each of the episodes. There was Tina Fey, there was uh, Barack Obama, Howard Stern is the current one right now. Yeah. And I watched George that Clooney one. did one, too. Clooney was good. I watched the Howard Stern one, and it's really great. You know, for radio people like if you're us, a radio geek, a lot yeah. of inside stuff. Yeah. yeah. And when the episode ended, it's like you know, the next episode's coming in. How Netflix does next episode's coming up in six seconds. Sure. And I was like, there is no next episode. Howard Stern was it. There's a bonus episode, Murphy. Oh, is there really? They didn't tell us about it. No. No. He sat down with Jerry Seinfeld. This was a Netflix event that happened in early May. Yeah. It was a, an Emmy-themed party gathering for some ne- Netflix people. And so the surprise was the head of Netflix came out and said, Hey, folks, Jerry Seinfeld's here, and Dave's going to interview him, and they're going to interview each yeah. other. So what they yeah. did was they recorded it. And at the time, they said, you know, no, this isn't going to be part of the show. We're not going to do it. But after they watched it, it was like, we got to include this. So it's, it's, a, good, it's huh? a bonus after the Howard Stern episode. Here's one, here's one of the funnier parts of it, too. Now, do you do, you, do, you do uh, Trump stuff when you go out? No. No, it doesn't interest me. I, I do a lot of raisin stuff. <laughs> oh, what? Raisins. I have a lot of raisin material. Because, you know, you have the Sunmade company. Uh... <laughs> and then you have the Raisinette people. Yeah, that's right. And you're going to go with the Sunmade people. Well, I just think it's interesting that after 80 years, Sunmade finally went, hey, why don't we put some chocolate on it? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, imagine not thinking of that for 80 years. <laughs> 
And there are oh a couple of things about Seinfeld bits, and they talk about Don, Johnny Carson. And, oh, yeah. And it's just, it's I know probably one of the better now. one, too. We lo- I love Jerry Seinfeld now now more than I did back then. Mm-hmm. What's crazy so is funny. we've watched most of the Howard Stern episode. We've got five minutes left in it. Otherwise, I would have known what uh-huh. you just talked about. It's so now we get something to look great. forward to. Yeah. yeah. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. 877-310-4MSJ. Anytime you want to join us, who's on the way, Bailey? Well, Jody, we have Kim on the line, and she says she has a son in Iraq who you guys are actually making a good difference in her his life. Call or text us anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. It's an easy way to reach out. Of course, you can always hit us up on Facebook or Instagram also. What's going on, Kim? Um, yesterday, y'all were talking to somebody from Australia, and yeah. it just, it brought back something that I wanted to be able to share with y'all this okay. morning. Okay. My son served in Iraq. Oh. He did a couple tours over there. Mm-hmm. And um, the one thing that seemed to keep him grounded was the fact that he could go on his computer and listen to the local radio shows. Right. Mm-hmm. To feel and, home, at home. Yeah, to, to have that piece of home. Wow. So your podcast and your connection to your audience, mm-hmm. besides just the radio, because he didn't have access to a radio over there with sure. what he was doing, means so much. That's and probably awesome. hold people together. You don't even realize they're holding people together because wow. that's their sense of home. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah, we, we seek out something familiar to comfort us, I guess. Every now and then, he would talk to me about something that he had heard on the radio yeah. about home that was going on, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to let you guys know that you you really make a difference, probably more than you even realize. Ah, uh, Kim, thank you for saying that. I appreciate you know, that so um, much. People around the world are listening to you, right? We we didn't have that option when my husband and I served. I had to come home and make recordings on cassette oh yeah oh wow to have radio play right my <laughs> goodness you're a family of military then we are and we you... are three generations of serving mm-hmm. wow. and um we still take care of our military community yeah on the holidays there's no excuse to be in the barracks when mama's cooking <laughs> <laughs> well thank you for your service thank you for calling and sharing you know, this i never even thought about that being you know, I knew people listened wherever they wanted to, and that's lovely. I never thought about it being comfort because of you being displaced yeah. from where your, you know, your roots are. You're the slice of apple pie from home. Oh. You're the care package that they can listen to every single day. Thank you for saying that. Oh, I appreciate yeah. you. You made a difference in my day, too. Yeah. Call us anytime. Thank you for what you guys do. Thank you, Kim. Uh, we're honored that you called. Wow. Eight, wow. I know. 877-310-4MSJ. Anytime you want to join the conversation. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Right, guys, on the set of Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. around the world, filming the final season, they're getting very creative about how to make sure that the storylines are not leaked out. Tell you about it next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Okay, guys, more than any other show supposedly in t- TV history, Game of Thrones has had to deal with more embarrassing hacks and leaks about story spoilers leaks? and storylines and things like that. I don't remember a leak that bothered me or that I, well... I don't remember any 
anything that revealed anything new other fan, than, hey, we're going to do some things that aren't in the books. Fan theories is what got me. Well, fan theories are different, though, because it's They're different, who, but there's some really strong ones that ended up being true. Eek. Anyway, so supposedly, here's what's going on. They're filming the final season now, which is the most, I guess anticipated for fans because there was absolutely no book for you to go back to and go, here's what they could do or might do. Right, This right. is all from the brain of George R.R. R. Martin and those guys at HBO. And there's a lot of pressure that goes with that, too. Yeah. And so last season, apparently, actors, will, will while filming the series last season, they had some of their lines fed to them in, the, in an earpiece right there so there would be no paper trail. <laughs> That's how bad they wanted to keep it a secret, and rightly so. Thank you. For people who are fans, I want it to be a ride uh-huh. that leaves me stunned. Um, this time around, supposedly, scripts are written and displayed on tablets around the set, which is all these beautiful places around the world. And when the scene is over, <laughs> you'll love this, guys. Poof. The scripts self-destruct, so it cannot be shared. How does that happen? Uh, you mean like electronically? Tech. Yes. Yeah. I don't mean the paper self-destructs. That's a trick. Yeah, I don't know. No, electronically. If they're doing this, too, but I've seen some of the shows where they give them, like, two or three options. It's like they do it, and then they shoot it again with a different one. Right. And so they shoot it again with a different one, so nobody knows what it's going to be. Who wants to do that? That's a lot of extra work. I like the self-destructing thing. I like the tech part like of that. Mission Impossible. Don't try to figure out what's going to happen. Just wait for it and enjoy it. Um, sort of in the world of entertainment today, I want to let you know that that book that James Patterson and Bill Clinton wrote together is available today. It's called The President is Missing, and Bill Clinton helped him write it. Uh-huh. So look for that. <laughs> look for that. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning around 7.55, Jimmy Fallon is the surprise commencement speaker at a high school this weekend. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Coming up, Sam feels like he's got to stand up for James Corden. Yeah, everybody loves uh, carpool karaoke, but I think there's something we're all missing that we need to listen to. Okay, cool. Um, also, I want to let you know, Sam, since you saw Solo this weekend, the Star Wars story, yes. um, we have our very own Chewbacca at home. Showed up at the house. <laughs> Coming up later this hour, what happened when somebody got caught red-handed in the kitchen here at work? That's that's just before eight. Yeah. Red-handed. Irvi, you're a, a croc aficionado, aren't you? Uh, you like your crocs? Yeah, to, much to Jody's dismay, I'm a crocs aficionado. The croc shoes is what I'm talking about. Did you... I don't remember. Did you replace your Crocs that you got that Why got did stolen? you have to bring them up, Sam? No, I haven't. And I'm glad that you brought that up before summer vacation. Uh, uh, I need uh, to make sure I've got a new set of Crocs. Why somebody would steal my Crocs the last time, I don't know. But they did. <laughs> they were just plain navy blue ones, weren't they? No, they were really the nice jet black ones, you know. Oh, well, there's why they got yeah, the wear, nice ones? Yeah, the cool looking ones. Okay, well, I think... I found them cool, even cooler ones here if you want to replace these before summer vacation. <laughs> or uh, not. Crocs is partnered with a designer. <laughs> mm. And they have come out with Crocs with built-in tube socks. No. What? Yes, the socks are built right into the Crocs. So they decided to make it worse. How do you wash that? First question. Yeah. How do you wash it? I don't know how you wash it. Well, see, now that actually isn't appealing to me. Of all the things that make Crocs cool, I'm not so sure about that. Do you wear your socks with your Crocs? No. Oh, well, he says that to you, but there have been times... When I've caught him taking the garbage out in Crocs and socks, and it's kind of like, well, oops, you know, I accidentally some, locked the door. Sometimes you <laughs> sometimes you don't have time to take off your socks before you put on your Crocs. That's all. <laughs> sounds like a Doctor Seuss. Yeah, wait, just honestly, as much as I don't like those shoes, I 
no, that's not going to go anywhere because you have to be able to wash socks. Yeah. You're right, Murphy. Right. I don't know if they're... You don't even do the laundry. Anymore. I don't know if they're a Velcro detachable or anything, but these are going to be coming out uh, hitting stores June the 14th. Look for your Crocs with attachable socks. Thank hey, you so much, look, I do Sam. have a pair of Crocs here. Aha! How about that? Those yes. Do, these are my studio Crocs. Of course. Well, now that you said it, maybe they'll get stolen too. <laughs> coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Okay, why we should all, if we're parents, why we should all think about putting our phones down even more so in the summer. Coming up next hour, if you know somebody who's having a bachelor party, they're apparently in the minority now because there aren't, they're just not as popular as they used to be. For some reason, they're on the decline. Even the bachelorette party on the decline. Yeah, so mm-hmm. find out why next hour, uh, just after eight. Okay, um, guys, I love this, and it went viral a few weeks back towards the end of the school year for a second grade teacher. A second grade teacher shared this. It was one of her class assignments. Now, she didn't share the name of the kid, and rightly so, so at the bottom of this letter is cut off. You can't see the name. But wow. What a big thing that came from a second grader. And as a parent, I think this is super important all year round, but maybe even more so in summer. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the assignment was for her second graders to tell me some, tell me about an invention that you don't like and why. Have you guys heard this yet? No. Okay. That was the question. And so he, he or she tell me about an invention you don't like and why. If I had to tell you about an invention I don't like, I don't like the phone. Because my parents are always on their phones every day. A phone is sometimes really bad, a really bad habit. I hate my mom's phone and I wish she never had one. That is an invention I don't like. And there's a picture of a phone with an X across it. Yeah. And a smile, not a smiley face, but a face and a bubble that says I hate it. Yeah. And you know, it just struck me. She shared it just to say, hey, heads up, parents. And um, we've all been guilty of it. Oh, yeah. You take your kid to the playground and you use that time to pick up your phone or you're with them, but you're not really with them. Right. And, you know, somebody said this to me once and it really stuck and I want to share it. When your parent is always focused on something else when they're with you, you're giving them a message. The message that you're giving your kid or that's being given is that you're not as important. Mm-hmm. You're not as important as what I'm doing. Yeah. And then you get your kids grow up and they get phones and... They they think oh, okay yeah now I've it's I normal. can do it too right I'm gonna do it too it's especially powerful when it's a child that writes a letter like that though right it was an assignment the teacher. Yeah. and by the way she said in her original post out of 21 students at least four of them said the phone because of wow. that reason wow because I don't you know it's I'm not important when the phone is well, in their face so see there's a goal for the summer especially when you've got that time that connected time and vacation time especially and for your own right. you know for for your child's sake of course yeah. but also you right. you know live in your moment not in your phone coming up next with murphy sam and jody say how one of our kids improvised thanks to technology when she lost her voice for four straight days <sighs> big weekend behind us although it's a little different in our house um, yeah, kind of like quiet, Sam, weird, we gotta quiet. T- we got to tell you this. Okay, well, um, have you? Ha- any of your children ever lost their voice for a significant um, amount of time? Like laryngitis lost it. Not completely, just, you know, hoarse. Okay, so Phoebe, our youngest, she's 13. She lost her voice mm, around Thursday of last week, and I thought, oh, this will be a day. Because of anything 
We don't special. know. We have no idea. We don't know what to tie it to. You know, sometimes she has reactions to animals and dander and stuff like that. Uh-huh. But this never happened. Spent some before. time with a friend and they had picked up a guinea pig and played and all uh-huh. that. And then they went swimming. There may have been some yelling involved. I have no idea. Could have been all of it. Sometimes it just happens, mm-hmm. right? You don't have to do anything for it to happen. So it didn't matter why she had lost it by th- on Thursday. And I thought it'll be fine because today, Monday, she has an audition. She has to sing. At like, her summer camp. Oh. Yeah. Is she has she, to sing. Is she going to be able to? Well, 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 we'll see. Because it was not back Friday. In fact, it was so weird. I, I would go places with her and run errands with her, and she was so quiet. I kept feeling like something was wrong. Uh-huh. I kept going, are you okay, baby? And she would just nod. Well, and we went to a garage sale or two over the weekend, and yeah. everything, she would start to pick out something, and the people who were hosting the garage sale would say, you know, they would ask her a question, and of course she kind of couldn't answer. So she was smiling. She was, was polite. It was so weird. But, <laughs> but one thing she did, she and Taylor spent the night with my mom at right. their Nana's house. And she also did not have a voice for that. But it was so cute. So she had Taylor. They had to talk for her. They started texting back and forth. Like anytime it was like, Phoebe, would you like syrup on your pancakes? She'd text and then to Taylor. And then Taylor would say it. Then Phoebe she, says yes. But then she figured out an app on her phone, which was so cool. I guess it's just a part of her phone. I didn't even ask what it was. But she would type something in and it would say it. Text to oh, voice. So man. she started using text to voice all weekend. It was like living with a little robot. Yeah. It was so cute, and I'm happy to report that by yesterday afternoon, Sunday afternoon, she's mostly back. She's okay. nervous and worried about singing because she's different. You know, she's back, but still scratchy. Right. But, I mean... And, you know, you have to remember this morning, if you text her to say, break a leg, it's not good luck, it's break know, a leg, remember? I know, that, and um, <laughs> she's going to have to let the lady know, look, I lost my voice, it's coming back, but scratchy. Good luck. That's totally different than uh, the reason you lost your voice as a teenager, right, Jody? Concerts, etc. cetera. <laughs> uh, ha, ha. Hair band days. Fun stuff. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. We're going to hit up the 24-hour voicemail. Somebody's got the need for speed, Jody, thanks to your Hollywood outsider. Hey. All right, reach out to us anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. You can call or you can text that number. It's about connecting. It's about love. <laughs> it's about connection. It's all about connections. Yes, it is. All right. Um, yeah, give us a call anytime. We love to talk to you. If we miss you, you can leave voicemail. It's one of my favorite things to do. Check on check the voicemail on Mondays, guys. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. 24-hour voicemail. Good morning. I was just listening to the radio and you were talking about the new movie called Maverick. And I have a funny story about that movie. Mm. The day that my youngest son was born, I was told up to the very minute before he was born that he was a girl. Mm. And I had already picked out the name of Raven. And when he was born, I said, that's not a girl. And (laughs) I was stuck in the hospital not knowing what to name him. And on TV was Top Gun. And I just on a whim named him Maverick and to make even things even more interesting he uh, joined the Air Force two years ago he stationed at Tinker Air Force Base in Oklahoma and I just thought it was ironic that you know they're making a remake of of this movie or not a remake but another movie and it's named Maverick 
So I just thought you'd like to hear that. That's awesome. Thank you for leaving us that voicemail. That is Love awesome. the story, and I like the name. Now, that's his call sign name, right? Because his real name was... Yeah, but that, his name is really I know. Maverick. That is a cool name. Man, I and I am excited about. I this would sequel. love to know what he's going through in the Air Force with the name of Maverick. Oh, no, actually, you're it's right. probably pretty cool. Yes. I mean, I guess it's better than having you know some other nickname from the Top Gun movie. Why? Well, yeah, it's, there's a lot of good nicknames from the movie. Iceman, Iceman, Goose. Oh, Goose. Oh, I'm sorry to bring up Goose. Oh, so good. I wonder if there'll be a Goose-esque character in Top Gun 2, because it's not a remake. It is a sequel. Right. We're catching up, you know, like Maverick is now a, an instructor. instructor. Yeah. Excellent. Look, call us anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. We got the story of somebody who was caught red-handed in the kitchen and what happened right after. That's next. If you're looking for some good summer reads, um, check out our Not So Serious Book Club. We put new stuff in there like the new Stephen King. I'm trying to read three things at one time. You don't get confused when you do that? I sort of do, but it's worth it right now for me. So check it out, murphysamandjody.com. So I'm walking into the kitchen here at work the other day, and uh, I hear one of our coworkers say to another, oh, caught you red-handed, because they were kind of sneaking a sandwich off of a tray. They looked like it. They were just saying it in jest. Okay, Murph. But the next logical question was, caught red-handed, why do we even say that in the first place? That's I'd what, like to know that, well, too. Well, the conversation went there. Really, what, this is why the English language is so difficult for people who don't speak English natively to yeah. learn, because we have all these sayings that have stuck for years. We don't even have a clue what they mean. Truth. That's and, true. And we still say them. Yeah. Okay. And so, uh, so you know me, I went to the Google, Google right then yeah. you know, to, to see what it, what it meant, and the History Channel has like a whole uh, show oh, dedicated oh. just to that. Cool. And so a lot of these sayings that stick in our heads actually come from shipping, you know, shipping days. Yeah. Well, I'll get to that in a second. So caught red-handed actually sounds painful. It it was burning. And it was you know in 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 England, if you were butchering animals that weren't your own, ah! you were caught red-handed. Oh, I know that, sounds ah! that makes sense. Now, this is back in the day where you had to you weren't going to the grocery store. You know what I mean? Right. This is like, I'm saying hundreds of years ago. Couldn't pull um, up an order of number five. Right. All right, I got it. Um, and then so, but. There's so many things that we say oh. on a regular basis that, like, taken aback. How many times have you said that? I'm taken aback. Well, I, I was yep. taken aback by what she said. Well. Um, or that somebody's a loose cannon. <laughs> you heard that? Yes. Do you know what that and means? Then, and then breaking the ice, you know, which yeah. means starting some conversation. All three of those came from shipping days. Huh. Uh, taken aback is when the sails would blow backwards against the mast so the sailboat couldn't go forward. Okay. Not the oh, sailboat, uh, the big ship. Right. Um, the uh, the loose cannons kind of self explanatory right, right? right on a on a warship you don't want to be around a loose cannon <laughs> it's out fired of off right, right exactly and then breaking the ice back in, in in the old days of big ships getting stuck near the Arctic Circle they would send smaller ships out to- there were ice cutters their job was to break the ice uh-huh. oh wow and so that's where that saying came from and I'm like crazy cool. so these things like stick for hundreds of years I kind of like that. and then the biggest one. That I've always thought was a football reference, the whole nine yards, yeah. which doesn't make sense because it's ten yards to get to a first down. It's not football. It's not football. It's actually it comes from World War II, huh. where all you had in your fighter plane was nine yards of ammunition, and so oh. once you shot the whole nine yards, <laughs> you were done. 
That was it. Oh, wow, Murphy. And I'm sure if my grandfather were alive today, he could probably explain that Duh, story to me. Isn't that crazy? You know, I'm I'm enlightened and kind of sad for the yeah. past. Thanks but for yeah. breaking the ice. Yeah. <laughs> Check them out at murphysamandjody.com. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Jimmy Fallon makes a surprise commencement speech at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High, and we have some of the best parts of it for you. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. This might be my favorite story in a long time. So Jimmy Fallon of The Tonight Show made a surprise commencement speech at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School on Sunday. Mm-hmm. You know, typical, well, maybe not maybe not a typical commencement speech because he also honored the victims of the shooting and mm-hmm. then honored the kids who became activists and launched that uh, March for Our Lives earlier, okay, uh, months ago. And But he... But he also understands. You have to do it Fallon I'm Jimmy style. Fallon. Yeah. I need to bring some laughter. Of course, this huge room and these students need it. So this is how he started. You should feel incredibly proud of yourselves. But that doesn't mean you should rest on your laurels. Or your yannies. <laughs> some of you will grow up to hear yannies. Some of you will grow up to hear laurel. But the most important thing to know is that neither of these things will matter by the end of the summer. Here's what will matter. You, the class of 2018, will have graduated. And you won't be classmates anymore. You'll be adults who Facebook search each other at 2 in the morning for the next 10 years. (laughs) (laughs) That's how he kind of opened it. And you know parents and unsuspecting adults were having a fit with that. That was a surprise Mm -hmm. for those who were there, for Jimmy Fallon to be the commencement speaker. How cool was that? That is huge. I'm serious. And by the way, he did end with, you're not just the future, you're the present Keep changing the world. Keep making us proud. Ah, oh, nice. Jimmy, so nice. You're going to see clips of that float around. It's. I mean, it happened yesterday. Right. So when you see that, that's. It's probably worth giving your time for the to see the whole Absolutely. commencement speech. Mm-hmm. Also, let's let you know that ABC is of course, of course, toying around with doing a spinoff of The Roseanne Show. And right. the one actress they're working with is Sarah Gilbert. So the character Darlene. It would be a Darlene spinoff. Uh-huh. Apparently, Sarah, Sarah Gilbert has already started you know, asking around to talk to other members of the show. Would you be interested in you know, joining me in doing this? I still don't know how that would be possible. Since if it's Roseanne, gonna have to be a totally different thing yeah. because Roseanne wrote those characters, on those owns those characters, oh. correct? I don't understand oh. how they can keep talking about a spinoff. I guess it's if you're if you're ABC, you have to explore it because it was so successful. Right. You know, you're watching for some. A lot of people love the Darlene character, so that's what they're thinking and what they're hoping. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at eight thirty, how Game of Thrones on the set across the world is going to try to stop spoilers from happening. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Thank you for spending part of your Memorial Day with us. Yeah, and watch I- out for the sketchy hot dogs. <laughs> uh, we hope you enjoy your time with your family and cooking and all that, but also be sure that you remember what today is really about. Right, honoring those who sacrificed everything for our freedoms. To celebrate our fallen soldiers, the people that died in the Army. Give credit back to those who gave their lives for our freedom. Hey, I got a joke from the weekend. All right, Sam. This is from my son, Jackson. Okay. He found this website... And he keeps reading these to me, and they're all, you know, the comedian Stephen Wright. Oh, boy, oh, do yeah. I. He was, like, really big in the 80s, very yeah. dry guy. I have a girlfriend they, who spent some, who hung out with him. Why do they call it a driveway? Why do you drive on a parkway but park, park on, on a driveway? Park on a driveway, yeah. yes. Uh, Jackson's one was, uh, if you're a security guard <laughs> at the Samsung store, 
Are you a guardian of the galaxy? <laughs> <laughs> That actually is pretty good. I, I didn't do realize like he was... it. <laughs> Keep them coming, Jackson. See, I haven't heard any new jokes from this man in a long time. It's it's funny that he actually has something. Uh, Wait, it was Stephen Wright? No, I don't know. No, it was, oh no, no, it, it was that. It was that Just the vein. website. Yeah, yeah. The <sighs> Stephen Wright joke I'd always heard is if you're driving at the speed of a light and you turn your headlights on, do you see anything? <laughs> Those are his kind of jokes. You know, nice. it's kind of. I weird. do like the Guardians, of, the Guardian of the Galaxy. <laughs> though. Nice. Uh, okay, guys, uh, you want to know why bachelor parties are not as popular as they used to be and more of a thing of the past? Yeah. Bachelorette parties hanging on a little bit better than bachelor parties. Men everywhere are declining invitations to bachelor parties, and then some grooms are just electing not to have them. You guys want to guess? They want to get in trouble with the ladies. That could be part of it, and maybe it's just kind of in this time and place and environment, maybe it's just not as hmm. correct to hold a battery I hear party. you say that, but actually the answer is somewhere in between social media. Too many too many people have phones and video cameras happening, and like anything you do <laughs> in public or even in private, you don't know who's filming you. Right. You don't want to ruin your current situation based on one night. Yeah. And um, dude, uh, you know, so it was like a lot of music playing. I couldn't see what was going on, but you had a lot of money in your hand. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, guys, biggest fear: videos getting out, uh-huh. wrecking their relationships, marriage, and career, which is also a good thought. Yeah, it's true. Um, and so some grooms are electing yeah. to not even call it a bachelor party, just weekends with the guys or That's whatever. That's why what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Yes, and so honestly, you if mm-hmm. you're going to have a party like that in this. What, what did you call it? Climate, time, yeah. our time. I would say keep it small with your favorite few dudes and, and have a policy. Phones off. Yeah, no phones. Why not? If you really want to fight for that bachelor party, yeah. phones off. You had well, a that, few bachelor parties, That makes parties, it seem even Sam. worse, right? Hey, guys, we're getting together now. Look, the phones go in the basket, okay? <laughs> What's Wait, up, man? <laughs> I think most dudes would agree. <laughs> Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. All right, Kim is hanging on. 877-310-4MSJ wants to let us know about something her son is doing in Iraq. Call or text us anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. It's an easy way to reach out. Of course, you can always hit us up on Facebook or Instagram also. What's going on, Kim? Um, yesterday, y'all were talking to somebody from Australia, and yeah. it just it brought back something that I wanted to be able to share with y'all this okay. morning. Okay. My son served in Iraq. Oh. He did a couple tours over there. Mm-hmm. And um, the one thing that seemed to keep him grounded was the fact that he could go on his computer and listen to the local radio shows. Right. Mm-hmm. To feel and, home, at home. Yeah, to, to have that piece of home. Wow. So your podcast and your connection to your audience, Mm -hmm. besides just the radio, because he didn't have access to a radio over there with what he was doing, means so much. And probably hold people together you don't even realize are holding people together. Because that's their sense of home. Right. You know, yeah, we, we seek out something familiar to comfort us, I guess. Every now and then he would talk to me about something that he had heard on the radio yeah. about home that was going on. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to let you guys know that you, you really make a difference probably more than you even realize. Uh, Kim, thank you for saying that. I appreciate you know, that um, so much. People around the world are listening to you. Right. We, we didn't have that option when my husband and I served. I had to come home and make 
recordings on cassette. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. They have radio play. Right. My <laughs> goodness. You're a family of military then. We are. We are three generations of serving, mm-hmm. wow. and um, we still take care of our military community. Yeah. On the holidays, there's no excuse to be in the barracks when Mama's cooking. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for your service. Thank you for calling and sharing you know, us. I never even thought about that being, you know, I knew people listened wherever they wanted to, and that's lovely. I never thought about it being comfort because of you being displaced yeah. from where your, you know, your roots are. You're the slice of apple pie from home. You're the care package that they can listen to every single day. Thank you for saying that. I appreciate you. You made a difference in my day, too. Call us anytime. Thank you for what you guys do. Thank you, Kim. Uh, We're honored that you called. Wow. Wow. 877-310-4MSJ. Anytime you want to join the conversation. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. I did something that should have been rugged and manly and got me a few man cards yesterday, Jody Murphy. But I am feeling it this morning. I don't know if I can do this again. So, Sam, what is all this rough riding you did yesterday and that's why you're sick today? I am not feeling good today. Okay. What happened? My my neighbor, Cecil, he's got a Jeep, okay? Shout out, Cecil. Yeah, and he's always wanted to go... Jeep trail riding. riding. Okay, it's called trail riding. Yeah, and so he invited me this weekend, and I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. I'm not doing anything Sunday. Just the two, like, just you guys are like a no, whole no, no, caravan. It's organized. There's oh. a leader, yeah, the, a trail guide, and oh. then there was about, I guess, 10 Jeeps. So I got up the crack of dawn yesterday morning, and we went out to this place, <laughs> okay. and we start riding, and... I tell you, I, I was not ready for this. I, you know, I, I figured it would be a little oh, adventurous, but there are there are oh man things where you you go up and you can't see what is under you. Oh, and you just wow. go down, and it is ruts, and you're left, and you're right, and we're bunking heads and bunking against. Did you the wall. let him know? Did did he know that you were losing your marbles over it a little um, bit? About halfway through, everybody we stopped for a break. Yeah, and I told him at that point, I said I'd have to go sit down. I probably looked white. Because mm-hmm. I was not feeling, and I had enough stuff to drink. You know, I had enough uh, power water, water. water. Uh, but I just had to lay back in the seat for a while. You and know what Murphy was, would tell you? Dramamine. That's right. I, I did think of you, Murphy. I thought, man, I, I should have brought something like that. I guess is that the same sort of th- thing that happens to your equilibrium in your body when you're like you you're seasick. Oh yeah, that roller coasters, all that. It's the same thing. Huh. I did, funny thing is, I don't know if I would have thought about that before going out on one of those outings because I've never been on one either. Sam. Yeah, and I, is this like a modified Jeep or is it just like the street version? Some of them have modified Jeeps. Some of them are street versions. Cecil's is just uh, street. I mean, he's done a few things to it, but not enough to make it you know a soft ride. So how fast? What's the what's you the creep. maximum speed? You creep. Okay. You creep, and then when you go down, you're riding the clutch, not the brake or not first gear. You're riding the clutch because okay. it takes you. But How uh, many hours was this? This these was, rides? we started about nine after we got there, and we didn't finish till four. Oh. Wow. I got home, um, I, and I just I, I took a shower to get the mud off of me, yes, and I, I crawled into bed. I was asleep by six o'clock last night. Oh. I, I couldn't take it. I just had to lay down and get out of it. I'm so sorry to hear that because that's kind of a manly thing you did. Yeah. yeah. Trail riding. And you really still you feel sick? I don't feel good at all this morning. No. Sorry to hear that. So I guess you're going to scratch skydiving from your agenda too <laughs> in the future? 
Okay, how they're trying to keep things a secret on the Game of Thrones set for the final season. It's kind of crazy. Be a Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast subscriber, and you'll never miss anything. The entire show, plus you get to enjoy after the show. It's all for free. You can Google it or subscribe on iTunes. Yes, it is just that easy. It's the David Letterman Show. Well, Letterman, he retired, what, Hmm. three Uh, years ago? Yeah, three, five years ago. But he's back on Netflix. He's on Netflix now, and it's a show called uh, My My Next Guest Needs No Introduction. There's only six episodes Because he said that so many times over the years. And he's got six different people that he sat down, he handpicked, and has about an hour with these these folks in each of the episodes. There was Tina Fey, there was uh, Barack Obama, Howard Stern is the current one right now. And I watched George that Clooney one. did one too. Clooney was good. I watched the Howard Stern one, and it's really great, you know, for radio people. Like if you're us, a radio geek, a lot yeah. of inside stuff. Yeah. yeah. And when the episode ended, it's like you know the next episode's coming in. How Netflix does next episode's coming up in six seconds. Sure. And I was like, there is no next episode. Howard Stern was it. There's a bonus episode, Murphy. Oh, is there really? They didn't tell us about it. No. No. He sat down with Jerry Seinfeld. This was a Netflix event that happened in early May. Yeah. It was a, an Emmy-themed party gathering for some Netflix people. And so the surprise was the head of Netflix came out and said, Hey, folks, Jerry Seinfeld's here, and Dave's going to interview him, and they're going to interview each yeah. other. So what they yeah. did was they recorded it, and at the time they said, yeah, No, this isn't going to be part of the show. We're not going to do it. But after they watched it, it was like we got to include this, so it's it's, good, it's huh? a bonus after the Howard Stern episode. Here's one. Here's one of the funnier parts of it too. Now, do you do you do you do uh, Trump stuff when you go out? No, no, it doesn't interest me. I, I do a lot of raisin stuff. <laughs> a lot of what? Raisins. I have a lot of raisin material because you know you have the SunMade company, uh... <laughs> and then you have the Raisinette people. Yeah, that's right. And you're going to go with the SunMade people. Well, I just think it's interesting that after 80 years, SunMade finally went, hey, why don't we put some chocolate on it? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, imagine not thinking of that for 80 years. <laughs> and there are oh a couple of things about Seinfeld bits, and they talk about Don, Johnny Carson. And, oh, yeah. And it's just, it's I know probably one of the better now. one, too. We lo- I love Jerry Seinfeld now, now more than I did back then. Mm-hmm. What's crazy so is funny. we watched most of the Howard Stern episode. We've got five minutes left in it. Otherwise, I would have known what uh-huh. you just talked about. It's so now I get something to look forward to. Yeah. yeah. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. A reminder that the Grammy Awards is coming up this Sunday night, hosted by comedian James Corden, but he's also a singer and he's music y. He's musically inclined. So remember, have a good skit there. he's going to open the show with music. He's, he just will. Yeah. So Grammy Awards, it's expected to be Jay-Z's night and Kendrick Lamar's night because they have seven nominations each. Mm-hmm. But oh wait, Bruno Mars has six nominations. Um, everybody who's anybody is expected to be there. And, and performing too. And performing. Uh, you know the Grammy Awards. The the clothing is usually kind of crazy and racy. Um, but to I support, just always think of... J-Lo in that dress. Oh, oh, yeah, that was the Grammy Awards yeah. that year. I always think of J-Lo regardless. Any dress, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> um, instead of wearing all black like they did to the Golden Globes to support the Time's Up movement, and uh, they're gonna, everybody's going to be wearing a white rose so they can still wear the racy things they want to wear. Uh, look for it on CBS Sunday night. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. 
Jody, do you comment on anything your daughter Taylor posts on uh, social media? Yes, but I don't go over commenty. I I love I heart things. I love things. And is it like my mom? I just tr- to comment on everything. No, I, do? I try not to because I don't think she'd enjoy that. Me being in that space of her, but I do watch it. And- I don't do that as much with Sammy and Will, right? And, and Sammy's wife, Melissa, my oldest ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I occasionally Sam. I'll say something like sure. Oh, uh, but I, I read this thing over the weekend about Mick Jagger, you know, 74 years old, yeah, born, the lead singer of Stones. His son is now on Instagram. Okay. And so what Mick Jagger is doing is that parent thing oh on no. Instagram. Oh, no. Is he really? Some of the things he's been putting, and I saw these, <laughs> his kid posts all kinds of stuff. Sure. And so he put, cool pick. Um, yeah. Looks like fun. And yeah. when, when I read that, I was like, not Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger's <laughs> cooler than that, you know? Mm-hmm. But it just goes Mick to show, Jagger is He's also be a dad. That dad. Yeah. He's still a dad. But wait, that is cool because everybody following this kid, it's like, oh, your dad's Mick Jagger and commenting on your <laughs> social. Yeah. So is it cool to comment on a spouse's post? Um, oh, God, there's a big question. I've seen those spouses that seem to have to comment on everything the other one does. Right? Yeah, that, that, that gets a little like, okay, That's you a do. little too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't do that. I mean, although my other one is getting pretty predictable that when it's Jody's birthday every year, it's like, huh, Facebook just told me that there's a birthday today, and, and yeah. that's what I always post. Yeah, see how funny to, it is, I didn't want to say anything, but... <laughs> Uh, last hour, and you can, by the way, if you missed any of this, it's at murvysamandjody.com. The sayings that just like stick in the English language. We have no idea what they mean. We use them all the time, and we don't ever question them, like break the ice and loose cannon and, you know, caught red-handed, all that. Um, and the the one that actually jumped out at me that our kids would ask about, Jody, is when you say something's in the can. And you don't mean it's literally it's in the can. It means it's done. Right. Oh, that but, does, where did that Murphy, come from? That doesn't mean in the bathroom. No, no. In the can It means, goes right there, Sam. It's a, it's a Hollywood reference, but it goes way back to film days when everything was done on film. Oh, and it's in the film can. And once everything was edited, spliced, physically spliced together and put in the can, it was finished. Gotcha. Oh, that's cool. And then, of course, today with linear editing, you know, and everything we do online, it's not... I'm just saying. You know, it's, Geeking out. It's just a, it's a different world. It's in the digital processing. And then not ah. to mention all the new sayings that we... Add Don't. to it every year. Oh, my gosh. Well, Bailey was asking about three sheets to the wind, and I'm like, you know what? I you don't know, know what, what it means. means. And that's another one that turns out to be about shipping, going back to the days where Sailing. apparently if three sails were in the wind, the ship would go sideways. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> Certainly does. And so that kind of gets the, uh, you know, the, the, the picture across, doesn't it? Come hang out with us after the show. It's the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. We do a brand new episode of After the Show in addition to the recap of the entire show. Um, today, you guys okay with getting personal? Uh-oh, Murphy, you depends. especially. Um, it's Today is the day of your parents' 53rd wedding anniversary. Yeah. Um, of my dad and late mom. Yep. Yeah. I want to talk about something that you and your siblings have not thought about possibly happening for him. You too, Sam, with your mom. Okay. Let's do that after the show.